What is up, everybody? Today is a big day. First off, if you're new to this channel, the Super Rare channel, please like, subscribe, comment, do whatever you want. It's going to help us out. If you're fans of us, if you shop with the brand, you do anything with us. You know, you got this nice little new Playboy stuff, you know what I'm saying? It helps us out. If you've already been on this channel, I know we've done videos before and you might have seen them. Thank you. Thank you for the support. Big news. We are officially starting a podcast. I know everybody's been begging me for everybody's been calling me, texting me, live, when are you going to do the thing? We're finally doing it. I'm so excited. It's finally here. And yeah, I'm excited to do this journey with Super Rare. I have all the the confidence in the world that this is going to be something good and it's going to lead to some fun content for everybody as you know if you follow the instagram we already do really fun content already but this is just something that i personally love if you have followed me before you knew i used to do one and this is something that i always love to do um and i'm excited to partner up with my boys over at super rare um just so everybody has an you know an idea what we're going to be doing in the future with this channel. This is kind of like the introductory of, or introduction, who knows, I'm kind of dumb, of the channel and what we're going to be doing. So, obviously, breaking down fights. I'm huge MMA. I love boxing. I love all about combat sports. We are going to not only focus on UFC, which there will be a lot of UFC content, don't get me wrong, because I am a UFC nerd, right? But I love MMA. So there's going to be some Bellator stuff going on, some PFL stuff going on, and also boxing. There's obviously big boxing fights that happen, um, and we're not just going to you know, throw those to the side. We're also going to talk about those too. Um, if you have shopped in our stores, you know obviously we sell everything for MMA, boxing, jiu-jitsu, weightlifting really like you can get some of the wrestling shoes we have use that for that if you really wanted to and then obviously just street clothing we obviously have some of the best gear that you will ever see and that you will ever wear so as the show goes on you'll probably see me rocking some new stuff some unreleased stuff that you might be able to get so go ahead and hit the link start shopping you know what i'm saying but with that we are going to be breaking down fights i might just ramble for a little bit you know some bullshit you never know you never know. You know, I might just go on. I might see something that I might rant on. You know, if you guys are interested in my life, we might talk about that stuff a little bit. But the main thing is we will be breaking down these fights because that is what I love. And that's what I'm excited to do for you guys. Okay. Also, hopefully in the future with this building, with all your guys' support, we'll be able to get some fighters on, you know, interview some people, maybe just zoom in, call to some, some of our favorite fighters. Um, we obviously, UFC has been growing a ton. The boxing sport, all, a lot of superstars are popping up. We know a lot of them. A lot of them come into the stores and shop with us, you know. So it, it's something definitely that I'm excited for in the future to be able to actually, you know, meet face-to-face -face if it's in person, on Zoom, whatever, and actually talk to some of these people, you know, get their insight of the fight life and see what's going on, you know what I'm saying? And I couldn't be more excited. Also... With the growth of this, which I have full confidence in, it will obviously lead to us going out and doing some other stuff, like maybe going to some fights. You never know. And interviewing some of these people in person, maybe getting my little media pass and be like, yo, this is lift from Super Rare. I was just wondering. You never know. But that is the goal, making content. Obviously, 
if you've been following Super Rare for a while, at least the, when the LA store came about, I started working at the LA store uh, like five months after they opened, six months after they opened, I think. Might around there. I could be a little off by a couple months, but before the year, because I remember I wasn't able to go to the year anniversary because I was had some other work to do, and I was bummed. And it was a dope ass party, whatever. But anyways, I've been there. Uh, I worked at the store for a very long time, just as a sales associate. Um, and then, you know, life happened. It's been about like five years, and now I'm in a position where I make a lot of content for other stuff. But I always stuck with my boys. And I'm very happy to stick with my, stick with my boys because we've been making some fun content. I love everybody there. Um, shout out to Super Rare, obviously, for keeping me around. Um, and, yeah, it's just been a, a very exciting time just working with them and all that. But with this step, I'm very excited because I feel like we can make some, obviously, some cool content. We have cool gear behind us. And just a cool team. All the all the employees in the New York store, the LA store, everybody's dope. We're all like a little family. And I just couldn't be I, I'm so excited for this journey to start. Um, it's something that I've been waiting for for a long time. And I know that me and the boys, we've been, you know, talking about it for a while. You know, just going back and forth, just trying to work everything out. Um, we're still working stuff out, so you know, bear with us. Like, for example, I just so happen to be house sitting this weekend. I can't really leave because I'm watching a little pup. He's right here. So we're doing it here. But I did bring most of my stuff to make sure it at least still looks good. But there'll probably be a better studio. Hopefully in the future, you know what I'm saying? We have an actual studio where we have we make it our own. And it will happen. But as for right now, you know, we're going to work. We're going to we're taking our baby steps or get into that area. And right now, you know, we're just at the house. But, you know, you're here to talk. You're here to listen to me talk about fights anyway. So who cares about the background? I did make the bed. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how to make beds. I never make beds. I, I don't know if the pillows are right, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we out here. Um, but yeah, so just excited. And and thank you. If you Like I said, if you've been here, if you're new here, thank you for the support. It's only going to help us grow. Um, and I, I, have, I see a, a big vision for this. And I really feel like we can achieve that. Um, obviously, it's on our end doing our job grinding, making the content for you guys, staying consistent for you guys, but also with your guys' help. So if you subscribe, comment, like, you know, even comment messages on our Instagram post and all that type of stuff, all that stuff helps. It really does. It helps get us out there in the algorithm. It helps people see like, hey, they're actually doing stuff, you know? Um, and it'll be cool. Hopefully, like at a point when we're getting some fighters on, we can do some interaction with the fans and stuff like that. I have a lot of fun content planned going to these events and just like I said everything together makes it work makes it grow and I appreciate you guys and yeah this has been you know I've been waiting for this and I'm excited it's actually here and I, I couldn't be more happy and we have a freaking fantastic fight card to start off with honestly like we have it's Marvin Vittori versus Jerry Cannonier. It as the first fight that we're going to start with uh, for my breakdown. And I couldn't be more excited. You know, I'm a fan of both of these guys. They're they're both very good fighters. We have some, one of them come into the store before. I've met him. He's super cool. The other guy's from where, I, where I'm from, Arizona. So I've been a big fan of him. So this fight is like a, a pretty 
pretty hard one for me to choose, but it's also also a very fun one, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, let's just get straight into it, okay? We have Marvin Vittori. It's a fight night this Saturday. It's at the Apex in Vegas, which I love. I know a lot of these fighters don't, and I really can't really say anything at that point, right? Because I'm not actually in there fighting. But I love the Apex, because, especially now that they brought people, like fans can actually come. I think it's dope because it is smaller um, in the sense of like, I guess more home, homey, right? Like you can hear a lot more. You can hear the coaches a lot more. Um, and it's just, you, I feel like you could focus better because you're not worried about too much. You're not seeing famous ass people all the time. You're not all that stuff. But at the same time, that's for me as a spectator. I'm not a fighter. I've heard people say that they like fighting at the Apex. I heard people say they don't. You know, you want the big crowd. Obviously, to some people that helps helps them out. You know, I'm in no position to say that. So, in the sense of the fire wise, but me as a spectator, I love the Apex. I'm excited that they continue to do it. Obviously, you know, during the the COVID stuff is why this kind of happened. Um, but I'm excited that they decided to stick with it because I just I love it so much. I think it's so fun uh, being able to see you know see everything here everything so much more clear not worrying about all this extra stuff uh, on the outside but anyways we have marvin vittori versus jerry cannonier both top 10 top five middleweights i believe um very close fight on the odds it's a 125 to 105 and i think that's very acceptable they're both very good they have marvin as the uh the favorite which i could see you know he's beaten a lot of people he's fought izzy twice you know, they weren't really, like, the closest fights, I would say. But he he has a lot of experience. He's beat some top guys. You know, he went up to 205, beat Paulo Costa, who's, you know, no chump, even though it's supposed to be at 85. But he still beat Paulo Costa, who's also very good. Um, Jerry Cannonier has also beaten some really good people. He's beat, like, Brunson. Um, watch here. I'll, let me just show you guys. I'll click on these guys right here. He beat Strickland, he beat Brunson, Gaslam, he did, I mean, no one, I, I feel like everybody loses to Robert Whitaker, you can't put that against him, you know what I'm saying, beat Silva, Branch, Hermanson, he, he, he's beaten a lot of people, and so when he was fighting Izzy, I was actually very excited, because, you know, th this guy was, he's ha he has a really good track record himself, obviously we got Marvin Vittori, he beat Dolizze, who's also very good, he was fighting at light heavyweight when he started, he was very good up there. And yeah, he lost to Robert Whitaker. Like I just said, everybody loses Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker, kind of my guy. He beat me. Um, beat Costa, which was impressive because I really do think Costa's really good. If his wine story is true or not, who knows? But anyways, yeah. Um, obviously lost to Izzy. Beat Holland, which that was a last minute fight. Beat uh, Hermanson as well. And just beat all. He's beaten a lot of guys. So this fight is. And it is a uh, it is a very good fight, and it should be a close it should be a close fight on the odds. Um, for me, I, I like to go based off of I I go based off of a lot of things, right? Face offs, love to see the face off. That's a big thing for me um, to see both of them at the at the press conference and on fight day. Number one, I feel like you can tell a lot. You can see a lot from those. You can see who's actually really confident, who's kind of putting it on for a show. Um, you know, especially after the at, at the weigh-ins, you could see if someone's kind of looking a little flat because obviously if it's too much, then you know they can't fully recover the best, you know, um, before the fight night and all that type of stuff. So 
uh, obviously we uh, as if you guys are big MMA fans, UFC fans, you know M- Marvin has like a cr- like not a crazy person mindset, but he has a crazy powerful mindset. In the sense of he always is he always like I'm winning. He doesn't give a shit about anything else. He is winning. He he even if you told him like, "Oh no, you're not going to win." He would probably get fucking mad at you and like, you know, he's like, "No, I'm going to win." Right? And I love that mindset. Jared Cannonier is the same. He just kind of plays it off uh, plays it a little different. He's very more confident, more, more, more like, uh, uh, calm. And I like, like recently now, I feel like he's been starting to talk a little bit more shit, which is cool. And he, he's earned his right to, he, he's beaten a lot of people. This man went like heavyweight 205 middleweight. I mean, he's a, he's a monster. And, uh, so for confidence wise, I think they're both very, uh, very top notch. And you have to be, especially in that weight class, right? You got, I mean, uh, Pieta's not there anymore, but you had Pieta, you have Izzy, you have Whitaker, you have all these people that you can't go in there thinking like, man, this guy might be better. You have to think you're you're the top, right? And they both have that. Um, they're both very, you know, big. I've met Marvin in person. He's a big dude uh, to fight at 185. Uh, Jared's 5'11", uh, Marvin's six foot. Very similar, you know, their, their reaches, uh, Jared Cannonier has a little bit more reach on him. Um, but the thing for me is every time I see Jared Cannonier fight, so don't get me wrong, Marvin Torrey's a big dude for middleweight. He's big, but he's very proportionate. Like, I feel like he looks like, yeah, he, he could fight at 185, you know, you could see it. But every time I see Cannonier fight at this weight class, he looks gigantic. His legs are huge. He looks so thick. And I'm just like, dude, like, that's obviously why he carries a lot of this power down, right? He he used to fight at heavyweight. Now he's down at middleweight. He has a lot of finishes. And, you know, he went to Arizona. He got he has a lot of skill. Um, he's he's gained a lot of skill since those fights at heavyweight to where he's a, a very complete fighter. You know, he fought Brunson. He showed that his takedown defense is good. He showed that he can get up. And then obviously we all know he has power. Um, and that's good to have, you know, having that knockout power, he has good cardio, he can do all that stuff, right? The only caveat to that is when have we ever seen Marvin really get finished, right? Like I said, he kind of has that crazy mindset where like, you know, he's like screaming, like, like he's just, for me, he's just, he's a wild card and he's tough as hell. I don't, I don't think I mean, he barely ever gets finished. If, even if he does, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever seen him get finished while he's fought in the UFC, and, uh, yeah, I mean, he's just a beast, and he's always going forward, he's a very complete fighter, he has good cardio, his ground game is very good, I wouldn't say he's, like, the best wrestler, but he has very good wrestling, uh, MMA wrestling, and he has good grappling, he, he's with, he, he, he trains with really good strikers, he's a southpaw, um, which I know Jared also fights southpaw sometimes, he can switch, you know, so it's, it's a very, interesting matchup i think this matchup is is very good um for us as fight fans but also it has the recipe to be a very boring fight i believe because they're both so good and so well-rounded i feel like it could be one of those like stalemates where it's like a punch yeah punch uh, one two you know it's just like back and forth little exchanges um especially knowing that cannoneer has power uh, Marvin Vittori might not want to just sit there and exchange that much. Obviously, he, we know he has a chin, but, you know, it just takes one in any fight. It doesn't matter 
who you are takes one, right? And Cannoneer has that power to be like, yo, it's that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, he has that. And then on the opposite side, Marvin Vittori has that pace. He has that pace to go forward. He He's not worried about his card. He has that pace to go forward and just press, 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 press. And I feel like if that were to be, if there was to be a weakness for Cannoneer, even though he doesn't, really, he doesn't really show it that much, it might be the cardio. I feel like Marvin Vittori is a beast in that sense. Um, So I feel like that would be a, a way for him to try and weaken down, you know, his opposition in the sense of making making that gap to where they're like right here kind of go his way. You know what I'm saying? So those are, I believe, all the ways that I think they could win. Jared, you know, has to stay on the inside press him back, land his punches, land his kicks. We know he's very powerful on everything. And, I, you know, it, for him, it, he could definitely win a decision. Don't get me wrong. He just went, you know, I think he went five with Strickland. And I, I like Strickland. I know a lot of people don't because he, he talks some wild shit. But he's a good fighter, and especially for only sparring, like, all the time. Like, he's made it to the top, and he's very game. His, his striking's really good. Um, and, you know, Cannonier won. And... Yeah, this fight, for me, especially when you look at the odds, has been one of those ones where I'm like, that makes sense, because it's been hard for me to pick this fight. Like, normally, and I'm sure as you'll see along the road, I, I got my picks set sometimes. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's winning 100%. I might not even be 100%, and I'll probably be wrong almost half the time, but I'm 100% in my picks, and this one's been hard for me. Um, I think... Based off of everything that I've seen by both of these guys, um, I feel like Marvin Vittori is probably going to take this win. I think we're going to get a decision. Uh, I don't know. I think both of these guys are so tough that I don't know if I really see a finish happening on this one. Um, and I feel like we're going to see more of like a grinded out fight. I've, I think it has, like I said before, the recipe, right? I think it has the recipe to be a back and forth, very fun fight. Um, but just smarts wise, that's not the smartest thing. More on the sense of Marvin side because Jerry Cannonier just, you know, he he swings bombs. So I feel like we're going to see more strategical fight by Marvin. We'll see him touching and touching, back and out, touching. He might even go for the ground. You know, he, he has a very strong grappling base. Jared Cannonier is very strong, though, so I feel like once that starts happening, it'll probably happen sooner, that Marvin might see the strength difference, and Cannonier obviously has such a good gas tank that it might not be the best. I feel like Marvin's Marvin is a very clean striker, and his boxing is very clean. That, that might be the best bet in the sense of mixing everything in, but don't go too hard for the grappling. Because I feel like that's when, like, as you saw with uh, with Brunson, he was trying that grappling, got in the clinch, Cannonier land that little elbow, and that started all of it. That The inside is going to be dangerous for Marvin in this fight. So I feel like to minimize inside fighting, keep your distance, keep your footwork going, maybe, you know, throw some shots here and there. Don't, don't stay in the clinch unless you're in the strong position and just stay out and tag him. You know, and I feel like Marvin can definitely do that. He's young, and he's still very hungry to be the champion. You know what I'm saying? And um, as much as I like both of these guys, my hometown guy that was training out in Arizona, Jared, um, Marvin, who was 
who I, I've liked for a long time, and he, he's a fan of the shop. He was super nice to us. So I've, I've, I've had a good – I have no ill will towards any of them in the sense of I want this guy to lose. La, da. This is a hard fight, one of the hardest fights for me in a while that I've had to pick. But I do think we're going to see Marvin Vittori getting the win by decision um, and winning this main event. I don't know if it necessarily gets him a title fight next. Because, you know, you got some good fights coming up, like Whitaker and stuff um, with v versus Duplessis. But, you know, it, it could set them up. It could set either one of them up to either get a rematch with Whitaker or, or the, a loser of the Whitaker-Duplessis fight. It can set them up for a match with that, and then they fight for the title next. Um, so, yeah. Uh, we'll see. It's... It, Honestly, is he still kind of being the champ or becoming the champ again? I felt like kind of put the weight class at a stalemate again because, you know, he's, Izzy's got beat everybody. Robert Whitaker is beating everybody. And the only person that didn't really beat everybody was Pieta. So if he would have stayed champ, that would have been perfect and better for the weight division. But he didn't. And now he's moving up to 205. So Marvin Vittori, Cannoneer. I think we're going to see Marvin taking a, a decision. It could even be a split. I could see it being a pretty close fight. But, unfortunately, I don't see it being like a crazy, like, brawl, something like that. Just because these guys are too high level. And they both know that that's not a smart way to fight. Especially for this fight. So, yeah. Marvin Vittori, comment down below. Tell me what you think and who you think wins. But, yeah. Next fight. Um, we got Armand, Armand Sorokin versus Joaquim Silva. I believe this is almost more like last minute. Um, but it's crazy to me because like it has to be last minute. I'm pretty sure it is because of the odds, right? It's 1,050 to 700. Like, yeah. Obviously, Armand Sarukin, if you don't know this guy, he's a lightweight. He's the last guy aside from Volkanovsky to fight Islam and give Islam an actual fight. His wrestling is so good. Um, his striking is really good. I mean, this guy has all the potential to be the champion of this weight class. Um, if you watched us before on my old show, you know that we've been a ride. We've been a ride or die for Armand Sarukin, and we knew he was gonna come up, and he's coming up. He has very good wins. He's fought in some really good people. Um, right here. So he beat the is is Muzglov guy. <laughs> my bad if I'm pronouncing that wrong. The last fight that he had when he was fighting someone with notable name is the guy, uh, Gamrot, right? Gamrot lost to Benil. Uh, he beat uh, somebody else very bad. I think Jalen Turner. Um, but the whole thing with this fight, look at this before. He was winning. He beat everybody. He beat all these people, right? He lost to Islam, which was a very close fight. Um, but he beat everybody until he got to Gamrot. I don't know about you guys, but if you watch that fight... I thought Armand won. I thought he got robbed from that fight, and it was a bummer because it kind of put him back, okay? He fought this guy, this this guy right here, who was very good. He was win he was beating a lot of people. Armand beat him, right? Right here. So that fight was a really good one for him because it shows how good that how good Armand is. You know, shout out to Joaquin Silva. I think I believe I've seen him fight before, but this is a last minute fight. That's a very hard last minute fight for you. And uh, if you can get that done, man, kudos to you. But I just feel like 
Armand Sarukian is probably going to be the next guy. He should be in the top five already. I feel like he got put behind. He got put back because of that Gamera fight, but he won that fight in my opinion, which is a bummer. But man, this guy is good, and he he has everything. He has the wrestling. He has the, the jujitsu, the striking. He has everything to be champion. I would have loved. I would love to see him fight Islam again because that, if go back and rewatch that fight, that fight was so good. I mean, it really was. Um, next fight we have right here, we got Armand Petrosian versus Christian Leroy Duncan. Okay, Duncan's undefeated. He's from the UK. Armand's been doing pretty well in the UFC. Um, I'll show you guys right here. He's been some good people. Um, he lost to the Brazilian dude right here with the tattoos on his neck. That guy's doing very good as well too, Barilio. He he, I believe he just beat someone very. Uh, yeah, yeah. He beat the uh. This guy who's a very good boxer. I can't pronounce half of these names. I'm sorry. I know these fighters. And I could talk to you about them all day, but I can't pronounce the name. Olus, Olu, whatever. Yeah, he beat him. It was good. He submitted him. I remember I remember his thing was because he was so high rated. Uh, uh, the Brazilian dude, uh, Bolajo. He was so high, like, touted coming off of, like, the the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. All that up. But then he was in the UFC and he just kept decision, decision, decision. That last fight, he finished him. That was a big one for him. And he looks really good. But anyways, we got Christian Leroy Duncan. I believe, yeah, he just fought this guy right here, the Torque guy. He knocked him out. He looked really good. Um, this fight also is just like, it's another one where you're just like, you have to kind of go based off of, uh, you know, the last couple fights you've seen. This guy knocked the guy out. This guy won a nice little, uh, won a nice little decision. Um, you know, it, it was good. I'm personally going to go off of Christian Leroy Duncan. I feel like these guys, these new guys that are coming up, all these young guys and all these new people that come into the UFC, we're about to see the skill level just freaking skyrocket. It's not like the old school UFC days where, you know, we have a striker versus a jiu-jitsu guy. Or even like, not even that long ago, like put it back 10 years ago. It was still almost like that, but you started having... Some rest or some boxers that had really good takedown defense that could fight these wrestlers. You know what I'm saying? It's not even like that anymore. You're having people that from day one trained MMA. They didn't train one thing. You're having people that are just specialized in everything. And I'm not necessarily saying like, oh, this guy right here, he's, you know, he's going to come in and because he's so young. Blah, blah. But it's just cool to see these new, the new talent coming in because people are just so good nowadays. And, yeah, I'm very excited about this one. I'm going to go Christian Leroy Duncan. Uh, I feel like we'll see him win a decision. Obvi obviously, Armand Petrosian, I might probably going to see a lot of good uh, mixing of striking and, and grappling. But I just feel like Christian Leroy Duncan, I feel like, you know, he's 8-0, and good knockout with his last fight. He's coming in confident. And I feel like he might do it again. He has such, he has such a big advantage on reach. I think he has 8 inches on him. Yeah, he has 8 inches on his reach. And he's a good striker. So we'll, I, I feel like we're probably going to see Christian Duncan uh, take this one by a KO. And I'm not going to go through every single fight. But this fight right here specifically should be pretty fun. These guys are both young prospects. Manuel Torres. I believe they both fought on the Dana White Tuesday Night Contender Series. Which has to be one of the best things that they've done. Ultimate Fighter is cool. Whatever. But, I mean... The Tuesday Night Contender Series, they're getting, like, the best people on the on the current, like, little roster or the, the circuit. 
they're having a fight. These guys are doing well. They're coming to the UFC, and they're actually doing very well. I feel like we've seen a lot of times where these people come off the Ultimate Fighter. It's not. They're not, it's not like the best talent. You know what I'm saying? In the sense of like, you don't. You don't always see every single person off the Ultimate Fighter come onto the UFC, and they're all doing really good things. It happens. Don't get me wrong, but. A lot of the Tuesday Night Contender Series guys, man, they're doing very well. Like, look at Holland. Obviously, Sean O'Malley, he's fighting for the title. Jamal Hill, he is the champion. Like, it just it brings a lot of uh, people. These both these guys are here, both from there. I'm very excited for this one. Yeah, this one's a very close fight as well, too. Manuel Torres is more of like, yeah, I feel like he's that, like that crazy guy. Like, he's just, you know, he's, he's kind of wacko. And uh, Nicholas Mota, he's very good. I like his I like his stance. I like his fight stance. This this is gonna be a very good one. I feel like this one has fight of the night written all over it. Manuel Torres versus Nicholas Mota. Um, I feel like it's either gonna be an early finish for one of them or it's gonna be an all out war. This fight, I literally, I if I'm gonna pick, I'm gonna pick Manuel Manuel yeah Manuel Torres. I just feel like he's he's crazy and his striking. He's very fast. He's fast twitchy and he has he obviously has a longer reach than him by three inches. I just feel like he might be able to put you know put the pieces together and and finish by uh finish by like TKO. But other than that, we have some pretty good fights. Nicholas Dalby versus Muslim Solokov. Uh, these guys are both kind of veterans in the UFC. This guy right here, this Muslim guy, has very good boxing. Nicholas Dalby's kind of very well rounded. Jimmy Flick is also very good. I believe he's from uh, one of the Ultimate Fighters. He's a very good guy. I haven't seen him fight in a while, actually, but he's very good. Um, but, yeah, we have some pretty good fights. This fight right here, Ronnie Lawrence, Dan Arguleta. Dan Arguleta, I believe, is off of the Ultimate Fighter. And then he was in the UFC and then was out for a little bit, and now he's back. Ronnie Lawrence, he's, a, he's another Tuesday Night Contender Series guy. He's very good. Um, so I'm excited to see that fight. Because Ronnie Lawrence is like, to me, he doesn't really look like a fighter, right? But, man, he goes in there. He's very, very good. So, he, he's the favorite in that one. Zach Puega versus Modeskis Bukak, bleh, whatever. Zach Puega, if you guys don't remember, he was on the Ultimate Fighter finale with the heavyweight season. He fought Usman's brother, got knocked out, but he's come back, and he's at light heavyweight now. He's not at heavyweight. So, we'll see. We'll see how he does. He, he's, you know, he's looking good. So, so he does. And this fight right here, to open up the card, to me, is cr I f it's crazy how this is the opener. Uh, Rayoni Barcelos versus Miles Johns. Both these guys are little powerhouses. Uh, I mean, good on them for starting the fight card with this fight. Because I know I said the other fight was fight of the night, but this one is the runner-up. Because, like, these guys are both, like, badasses. Uh, they're both, they always both come to fight. They're both little, like, short, little bald guys that just go crazy. Honestly, this fight is very exciting. I'm excited that they're starting this fight card off with this. Um, but, yeah, very good fight, fight card this weekend. Please comment below. Let me know who you think is going to win uh, between at least the main event. Uh, I wish, you know, this fight, obviously, the second fight was a little bit more. It wasn't last minute because you have number eight versus an unranked guy. But uh, the main fight, it's very big fight in the middleweight division. It's... Three versus four, which makes sense. I love when they do that because then you're actually getting fights that make sense, that matter. And yeah. But anyways, that's the fights for this weekend. We're going to keep this one a little short, a little simple. Obviously, we're not going to go into depth about everything. 
there's some news going on, you know, in the world. Obviously, the stuff with Conor McGregor, the sexual allegations against him after he already injured the dude, the mascot, that they had they had him punch him for some reason. Um, the Conor stuff. I mean, just like a video came out today where he's actually like it shows him bringing that woman into the restroom. I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel, but me personally, I'm not a fan of Connor. And my thing is, is like, how much does this guy need to do before he's actually just like exiled from this sport? He's done so much bad, you know? And then like, even in the sense of if you're more like a sport guy like me, right? That's why I wasn't really the biggest fan. When he was coming up, cool, dude, do your thing. But once he got those titles, never defended, took forever, held up the divisions, and then he lo- he's won like two fights in like six years, but no matter what, most of the time he gets to come back and just fight for the title, hold the division. Just that alone already made me not the biggest fan of him because he's earned it, right? He earned the name, or he, he built the name, he earned it. He gets to do whatever he wants in this sport or in that federation, I should say, in this federation, I should say. But other than that, what on the outside world has he done to make you be like, this is guy's a good role model for us. He's not. He's not a good role model for MMA. I don't know. I don't care what you guys say. Tell, show me what he's doing that's good for MMA outside in the sense of the 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 public's view, right? Especially when you're trying to build the sport. And he helped build it, right? He did. And I said, like I said, up to that point, I always give him props for that. But... Up until recently, he hasn't, right? And the same goes, like, because people always give me shit. Well, you're a big John Jones fan. I'm like, yeah, I am. The only caveat for John Jones is at least he's in here fighting still, man. He's still doing. He's still earning his spot. I never said he's the best guy for the sport, in the sense of the public view. But I mean, he's out here. He's winning fights, and you know, he's doing his thing. So it's like how, like, you can't say he's not the best. I'm not saying he's the best outside. I'm not saying he's the showman. You can't use him as a showman of the sport. But I don't know. This Connor stuff is just—it's just out of control. How much stuff does does he need to do for us to be like, yo, dude? Like, all right, we're done with him. Like, obviously, it's already showing. I know people are getting that way because the Ultimate Fighters numbers came out, and they're like doing horrible, you know. And it's and you know I've, maybe they thought bringing Connor on there might be cool and like help it go up, but no, it didn't. Obviously, it's not doing well. So I don't know. It's just th- this whole stuff with Connor, and then he's like he's denying it. Video came out today where he's bringing the girl into the bathroom. It's like, dude, he's one of those people. I feel bad for the for the lady because like you know if she didn't want to do it, it's and then you read the story, you're just like, God dang, dude, she's like the his security guards almost. It's just. I don't want to get too much in depth of it, but if you're coming here for Connor Love, don't expect it from your boy because it ain't going to happen. Um, but yeah, just announced some cool fights, Dana White. We have Cyril gone versus the big polar bear dude. Um, I freaking blanking on, literally right as I say that I'm blanking on his name. That's so funny. Um, right here, I'll bring it up for you guys because he just announced some good fights yesterday. Okay, so first of all, Sanhagen versus Nurmagomedov. I believe that's Habib's cousin. That guy is the next thing. I mean, he is, he might be, 
I mean, the next coming from Habib, my dude. Like, this guy right here. And like Dana said, I love when Dana says that because he low-key puts everybody on blast. No one wanted to fight him. I love when he does that because then he's kind of being like, yo, no other Bantamweight want to fight him except our boy Corey Sanhagen, who's a goddamn beast. That fight should be very, very fun. Um, the other fight he announced, and if you're onto the show, just know we on the Blessed Express, baby. Max Holloway, my favorite fighter. He's coming back again to fight Korean Zombie. He beat Arnold Allen. Obviously, I no fight in this game is easy at all. But I feel like this is more of just because I think Korean Zombie's going to retire. I know this is a fight that Korean Zombie wanted. Korean Zombie's like, you know, he's he's a fan for Everybody loves him. Everybody loves Holloway. Holloway kind of granted this fight for him because he's like, oh, he's the only dude I never fought. So, cool. I think you get your chance, but, I mean, he ain't going to beat the Blast Express, baby. You know, uh, uh, uh. So, that's a cool fight. And then right here, Gon versus Spivak. That's his name. That should be cool. Uh, Spivak's on a little bit of a run. He's kind of He started showing off his little grappling essence. You know what I'm saying? Just freaking mauling everybody. He's a huge dude. Um, so it'll be cool to see him against Gon because Gon obviously is a big dude. He moves very well. But as we've seen, when he fought Francis Ngannou, who's not a grappler, he got out grappled and beat. John Jones, I mean, just went in there and did his thing and, you know, grappled him and choked him out. So. We'll see. That's an interesting fight. Um, I think they're trying to uh, set up Spivak for a, f uh, for a title fight because, you know, you, you got to get a grappler, a big grappler in there to beat Jones. That's like the only type of person that can win. I've always had hope for Curtis Blades, but man, right when he gets there, right when he gets to the top to get it, he loses the fight that matters. So, I mean, I don't know. We'll probably, we might be able to see that fight one day, but John Jones is probably going to retire. But yeah, anyways... Everybody, again, thank you so much for coming by. If you're new to the channel, please hit that like and subscribe button. It only helps us. We want to grow the show big. We want to do a lot more content for you guys. We want to get people on. You know, I can see it in the future, us having this little studio, making some dope-ass videos, breaking down fights, getting fighters on here. It's all just going to go so good. And it will with, the guy, with your guys' help. So please like and subscribe. Check out the new Playboy drop. And yeah, thank you for the coming by for the introduction. Let's grow from here, baby. We out.